Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here with another session of prayer 2021 for today, which is August 13th. Our scripture reading for today comes from Acts chapter 8, verse 22. Repent of this wickedness and pray to the Lord in the hope that he may forgive you for having such a thought in your heart. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for forgiveness through Jesus Christ. When we come to your throne of grace and mercy through him, we know in our hearts that we can receive forgiveness for all of our past, present, and future sins. Lord, oh, thank you for salvation. Thank you for the gift of everlasting life, the forgiveness of sins, making us children of the Most High God, heirs of God, joint heirs with you of all things. And to you, Father, we give honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Now, we've been studying what the Apostle James had to say about prayer. We've been studying from the verses contained in James chapter 5, verse 13 and 18, which state, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he's committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, pray for one another, that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it did not rain on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Now, yesterday we focused on verse 16, confess your faults one to another, pray for one another that you may be healed. And the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now we learn that if a person is sick, possibly dying and needing prayer, we can and should go over and pray for them. Remember the first part of this scripture. We learned that as a believer. If able, we should be praying for ourselves. If another believer is sick, they should be and able to pray. They should be praying for themselves. But we're talking here about someone, a believer, who is incapacitated or unable to pray. Or an unbeliever who doesn't know the first thing about praying effectively. Amen? We studied this person needs to repent of his or her sins before the anointing oil and or prayer is made for them. That doesn't mean you cannot intercede for them. The intercession is used to bring them to the point where they're calling out to God. Amen? But God's not going to bless what he's already cursed. It just doesn't work that way. They need to confess their sins, which at that time gets rid of them. When when they confess their sin, and that doesn't mean, well, when I was nine, I stole a cookie, and when I was 10, I stole a pack of bubble gum. Now, you don't have to go single file. All you have to do is confess, Lord, I am a sinful, sinful person. I've lived a life that's absolutely horrible in your eyes. And I repent of all that, Lord. Just, I claim salvation. When they pray like that, that's what I'm talking about, confessing their sins, right? There is no way, absolutely no way, that a person will receive their healing with unconfessed sin in their life. They must confess that before the Lord. In private to you, if, if they want, or to the pastors or elders. This is not to be a public confessional meeting as some religions profess is needed. Amen? Amen. Don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. But it will not matter who prays for you or who prays for the person who's lost 
in this condition if they refuse to admit that they are a sinner before the Lord. And I've had some people like that that just, you know, well, if if there really was a God that I wouldn't be sick, you know, you you believe in God, pray for me then. So, I, you know, you, you claim that he heals people, pray for me so that he'll heal me. You know, that type of attitude isn't going to get them anywhere with God. Amen? They will not receive their healing. Now, I guess I should pause here and clarify that last statement. Yes, anything is possible with the Lord. And I'm not going to say Jesus will not answer our prayer and heal them. But let's just say God is not obligated in any way to answer their prayer because they refuse to confess their sins first. Okay, They have to do their part and trust God that he'll do his part. If they don't believe that God will do his part, it, all the prayer in the world is not going to affect them one bit. Amen? And that goes for believers too. There are some believers who just believe God will not heal them when they ask. Why? I have no idea, but you know, just don't shut down unbelievers in this situation. I know several denominations, we'll call it, of believers who believe the same. Well, if God wants me to heal me, he will. If he don't, okay. Okay, that's the way it's going to be. I mean, it would do us all good just to examine ourselves every now and then to see if we have any unrepentant sin still clinging to us in our lives. I mean, if so, we need to get rid of it because as we've learned, God cannot bless what he's already cursed. He's cursed the sin, and if you're clinging to the sin, you're right there with it, right? He is not going to bless you financially just so you can kick back and watch TV and eat chocolate bonbons all day. Amen. If he blesses you financially, it's so you can be a financial blessing to someone else. Period. If he blesses you with a healing, that's because he has something he wants you to do that you can't do if you're sick. I mean, he is simply using you as a distribution channel to get the gospel shared with others. That's what the whole purpose is. Amen. Don't get I mean, if it wasn't like that, once you got saved, he'd just yank you out of this earth, take you to heaven. No, he's keeping you here for a purpose fulfill your purpose and you get to go to heaven i mean praise god i mean that mm, i can't say it any simpler than that amen don't get greedy don't get tight-handed don't get selfish when it comes to giving finances or praying for others witness be a witness if if it's through financial giving so be it if it's for praying for others so be it but you have to fulfill your purpose I think it'd be a good spot to end right there today. I'll just let you ponder that last thought until tomorrow. Amen. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we thank you for your word. Your word works each and every time it is put to use. By faith, in the name of Jesus. And Lord Jesus, we just praise you that someone somewhere this day received this word as inspired by the Holy Spirit. And someone somewhere this day would receive you as their Savior because of it. To you we give all honor, glory, and praise, and to our Heavenly Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Do me a favor, leave a comment down below. Greatly appreciate it if you jump over on iTunes, leave a comment rating there. It really does help us to get the word out. And don't forget to go over to the website, podcastforchrist.com. Download that free ebook right there. Amen. It's free for the taking. And until next time, it's Pastor Bob reminding you again, 1 Thessalonians 5, 17 in the Living Bible, to always keep on praying. Be blessed, folks. Talk to you again tomorrow.